I'm David Locke with Locke & Key Associates, and I have my wonderful guest with me, Lee Matthews. Lee, thank you for being my first guest on my podcast. I very much appreciate you having me on. You're my guinea pig. So you're a mortgage loan advisor for Acopia. Yes, sir. Tell us a little bit about Acopia. So Acopia is a mortgage lender based out of Goodlettsville, Tennessee, which is a bedroom community of Nashville. Uh, it was started back in 2007 um, by one of the retired execs of Dollar General. Really? Dollar General? Yes. I always had a friend that wore Dolce Gabbana glasses with the DG on the side of them and I always say, oh, you're wearing your Dollar General glasses. <laughs> so I'm going to introduce you just a little bit. You went to the University of Alabama and you're from Winfield, Alabama, and you're married with two children and you love golf, Alabama sports and fly fishing. And we know one another because we go to church together. Yes. And our sons are good friends. So um, tell me, how is Acopia different from a bank? Like if I wanted to come, if I needed a mortgage, why should I go to a mortgage lender like Acopia and not my local banking institution? The biggest difference uh, just for the average Joe on the street would be we're not a deposit institution. So we're not going to have the checking savings accounts. We're not going to make you an automobile loan. Uh, we're strictly mortgage lending. So we have the full array of the Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac products, as well as your government back loans, your VA, USDA, um, and FHA. And then we also have some other products as well, uh, following under the category of you know, down payment assistance, um, renovation loans, things of that nature that, that maybe your typical deposit institution may not have. I know I had a client that we were trying to get funded and I contacted you because the bank could not help her, but you could help her because y'all had different products that the bank didn't necessarily have. So um, how did you get in to mortgage lending? Is that something you just woke up when you were six years old and said, I want to be a mortgage lender? No. Um, when I came out of school, I, I wasn't quite sure what path I wanted to go on. And I was working for a department store selling men's clothes. And a couple came in and his wife was wanting him to buy a pink shirt and he was not quite keen on it. So um, after a lengthy conversation selling him on the idea, uh, he ended up handing me his card after we were through and asked me to come and apply for a job at, at the bank there in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, cool. And uh, oh, that's kind of how I fell into it. And then just over the years, I ended up steering towards the mortgage side of things. Did he buy the pink shirt? He did buy the pink shirt. <laughs> I remember you telling me that story. Um, well, tell me, <clears throat> what do you think is the current market outlook? I know so many people are, are we going to go into recession? Are we going to have a soft landing? What do you think is the market outlook for mortgage? Yeah, I, I just kind of regurgitate the things uh, that I read and, and very similar. I think a lot of the, the professionals, if you will, that speculate on that seem to think we're going to settle into things late, maybe in the second quarter, early into the third quarter, start to see maybe a little bit of a, a rebound uh, from where we are currently. Fantastic. That seems to be the consensus. That's what I'm hearing as well. Um, do you think inflation is slowing? Do you think that the Fed is, what they're doing is working? Yeah. Um, it, it has slowed. I think you can go online and, and do a quick Google search and, and 
you know, the indicators are there. I think we were over at nine at one point during the summer, and now we're just a hair over seven at the end of November. So it's actually come down. So, so it's come down. Um, you know, what's going to happen going forward, I, I don't really know, uh, obviously, but um, but it, it has come down. So I always say if we had a crystal ball, we'd be really well Exactly, we would. We would. Well, um, what do you think is the greatest challenge for somebody who's trying to secure a loan? Um, every length of my career, I'd say credit. Uh, credit seems to be the biggest obstacle, uh, in my opinion. I, I wish, you know, maybe schools would do more of a, um, take more of a lead in the education role mm -hmm. in, in terms of people protecting their credit. Cause so many people have a misunderstanding of it, and it's pretty quick to get ruined. Um, but here recently, a, a, a really prominent challenge is the median household income. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing that as well. Is no longer capable of buying the, the median priced house. Yep. So that creates um, significant hurdle for, for the middle class. Well, I know we recommend that no matter what market you're in, whether you're renting or whether you're securing a mortgage, that you take what you make and you divide that by three and your mortgage shouldn't exceed that. And I'm seeing people come, especially uh, to rent from me that they're on social security. Well, maybe they make $1,400 a month. Well, the rent is a thousand dollars a month. And so I'm, I'm seeing that it's becoming where unless you're upper middle class or above, how are you going to afford a house? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a real problem. Um, I, I don't, I wish I had the solution. I really do. But um, I don't know if, if increased rates and uh, this you know, kind of a slowdown period that we're in will, will help if, if prices will come down. Rates are beginning to soften a little bit. Um, if, that, if that'll help the middle class maybe come, come mid-2023. I'm hoping so. Well, what would you recommend if somebody has bad credit or they're young and they're trying to build their credit? How would you recommend going about that if that's the main stumbling block? If you don't have credit, it's, it's a lot easier to establish credit than it is to repair credit. I would say that. That's good to know. Um, going to your local bank and maybe trying to get a secured loan where you're essentially borrowing your own funds mm -hmm. is, is, a, is a step that you can take in the right direction. And then sometimes it's just you know a matter of, of time heals all wounds. Mm -hmm. So, so basically create almost like an artificial loan that you're paying back just so you can build the credit for yourself. Absolutely. Um, and how can you help somebody when they come to you? Help, how do you help them secure a loan? The biggest part is just relying on someone, you know, like me or my profession that knows how to kind of navigate the, the various products available to them. Um, you know, for instance, somebody that might be self-employed, there's, there's access to, um, alternative income documentation loans out there that, that a bank may not have. Um, down payment assistant loans, um, whether banks offer those or not, most I would say probably don't, but um, SC Housing is an institution here in South Carolina that offers grants to help people with down payments and closing costs and things like that. So um, you can get a second loan, which can be forgivable in some instances. And that helps buyers with the down payment and closing costs. That's why I love working with people who, like yourself that are in the lending because as realtors, we understand a lot of it, but so much of it changes. And 
with so many, uh, each person who's trying to secure a loan, you know, their financial picture is different. You know, are they a veteran? Do they, are they a senior? You know, there's so many different ways that you all can help someone secure a loan. So that's why I like to put my clients with a lender as, as quick as I can. Um, so one of the things I asked you when we were preparing, I said, tell me your favorite quote. So do you have a favorite quote? That's something I collect. I collect quotes. I, you know, maybe you sent me that and approach and giving you a heads up. I, I really, I don't know that I have a favorite quote. Uh, Nick Saban, you know, Alabama's football coach, has got some really good ones out there that I've enjoyed reading. Um, we'll have to Google Nick I, Saban. I, I don't know that I have a, a, uh, a favorite quote. Well, what is your, your greatest life lesson? I always try to feel like I can learn from other people and their life lessons. So what's your greatest life lesson? Doesn't necessarily have to do with lending. Um, I mean, you know what I've kind of gone through this last year, so without going into details, I would just say not taking um, your loved ones or life for granted. You know, just just that would be the certainly. that would be certainly the biggest lesson I've I've learned is is uh, appreciate who you have and the time you have and that certainly. would probably be my life lesson. Stay, stay, make sure your family and your friends are, are the priority in your life and not your work. Absolutely. Nobody, when they get to the end of their life, is going to say, oh, gosh, I wish I'd stayed at the office more. Exactly. That's what I always say. Well, Lee, thank you for being my first guest yes. on the Lock and Key podcast. And again, Lee Matthews with Acopia. So if you need any help with lending, please call Lee. And uh, it was so great to have you come in today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Lee.